and welcome to Experience Share. It's a Pokemon podcast starring me, Greek King, Sea King, Sea King, yeah, aka Tanner Green Ring. Mm-hmm. And I am joined, as always, by my co host, Fielectrode. Electrode, yeah. That's a good one. I know, I don't know why I never did that before. It kind of runs off the tongue. Like Fielectrode. And then Fielectabuzz, Fielectike. Well, don't blow them all right now. Yeah, there's a lot of options there. But on this leg in particular. This is a Pokemon show. We play each Pokemon game, gym by gym, week by week. We are in season four. B. B, right. 4B. Yeah. And we're in the post game of Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver, journeying through the Kanto region. A decimated, sad, pathetic Kanto region. A shell Although, its former self. I will say, when we were playing through gold and silver and we did this in gen 2 in those shitty game boy color graphics yeah kanto felt a lot worse oh yeah it's still pretty bad in this game like it's still not the kanto it was in gen 1 or gen 3 but it at least looks good yeah it's like vibrant yeah it looks nice like when i got to um vermilion city i almost didn't know where i was i was like what is this town it's so beautiful it's got that beautiful marina with all the little yachts like bobbing gently on the water i had to like orient myself i had to figure out where i was that fucking guy still didn't finish that construction though i know i can't believe it i just i went and smashed all those rocks just trying to help out a little bit you know they need a a canto jobs plan huh i got quabby out there just smashing rocks (laughs) josh last week we took on the elite four and we defeated them handling combat yeah and then i um whooped your butt in our battle, and I whooped Alex Bug's butt. I'm only okay with it because you at least retained our IP. Yeah. If you had beat me and then also lost to Alex, yeah. then yeah. we would really have a problem. I mean, I don't love it, but I, I, I know and all the bug catchers know that it's only because you have outleveled me. Or a superior Pokemon player. Yes, we all do know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But now that we've got all eight badges in the... Um, you know, I always want to say Hoenn, but I know it's not right. It's not Hoenn at all. Johto, Johto is where we just got eight. Now that we got all eight badges and beat the Elite Four in the Johto region, we wake up at Mom's house. You go downstairs. She's still acting as though you've never gone anywhere. She asked me if I wanted my money back, and I was just like, no, you hold on to that. You didn't need it for bread. When I started the game and accidentally slammed A through the intro text. Yeah, as you're wont to do. And got my mom to, to save money. I was like, oh, I'm going to have to go immediately undo that. And then just was too lazy to ever go do it. And I'm surprised at how manageable this Nuzlocke run was with limited money, with giving yeah a portion of my money to my mom after each battle. Like, I still got by okay. It feels like maybe they adjusted the ratio or something. Like, it hasn't been yeah. that devastating. Although, I only kicked mine in, I think, around, like, the fourth or fifth gym. I did check it when I was there, and I think she had, like, 12 grand. And that's like a substantial amount of game, and she only has 12 grand. Yeah, I'd have to go look at what she has of mine. It's a lot, but she's also given me some like really choice items. Like this week, I think she gave me like a strength band or something like that. Like something pretty boss, you know? Muscle band? Yeah, it was muscle band. Okay. Muscle band. That's pretty good because that boosts the holder's physical moves. I don't know, by, yeah. by 10%. Not bad. That's pretty good because it's, uh, you know, all around rather than just one thing. Right. 
But still, despite that, I still had plenty of money. Last week, I had enough money to go buy some vitamins. And my goal was to feed all my Pokemon as many of the vitamins that enhance their speed stat as possible. That's my Because I'm thing. so sick of your fucking Pokemon just constantly outpacing That's my, my Pokemon. I know it is. And now it's going to be my thing, too. God damn it. I'm just going to feed them all. I think it's Carbos. Well, yeah, it is Carbos. I have tons of money, though. Okay, so because I have that, I've been abusing the amulet coin, and then of course you run by the elite four, which we've now right. both done several times, many times. So okay, it'll be a it'll be a speed off. I'm get a couple of Sonic the Hedgehogs over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, you say hi to mom. She sends you on your way. I think you get a call from uh, Professor Elm, and then you go visit him, and we talk about all this. And then you were given a ticket by Professor Elm to the SS Aqua which is departing from Olivine City now. So you got to get to Olivine City. And this is always my worst part of the post-Elite Four situation where, at least if you're me, you often actually don't have a fly friend and you're trapped in your fucking hometown and then you have to sulk and trudge all your way to whatever, you know, the, the most civilized establishment nearby, which is Cherry Grove in this case. And yeah. And you're constantly getting stopped up by like fucking Huthuts. level three Huthuts. Yeah. yeah. And I still like was still like hoarding that money enough that I was like, I'm not going to blow a super repel on this. I can just make it. I can make it. They won't bother me. And then I got hit by like six Huthuts. I like to go through there just to feel like a god. You know, it's like you dare challenge me. <laughs> yeah. And then I put out like. You know, I, you know what I'll do is I'll run Sizor just for shits and grins because they're like, Huthu's like, oh, bug, I'm going to eat this thing. What does Sizor look like when it follows you, by the way? Probably cool. Oh, really weird. Does it actually. fly or does it walk? No, it looks fucking weird. Oh, okay. It's pretty upsetting because it's just a big bug. It's a bug the size of you. Yeah. Whereas I imagine, well, let's look it up because I kind of think Sizor is probably bug sized, right? No, I think it's like four inches. I think it's kind of big. Four inches? Oh, it's my height. It's me. What is it, 5'11"? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Yuck. That's very unsettling. That's a big, hard bug. That's a big boy. <laughs> yeah, it looks it looks fucked up. Do, is it in the sprites? Do they have the overworld sprites in the sprite section? No. Look at Mega Sizor's oh. like, sexy boots. And look at the shiny Sizor that's just like a neon green. Yeah, it looks Ooh, cool. Like Scyther. Oh, my God. <laughs> But it, oh, Mega Sizor is kind of ugly. It's, it's like got um, these, like thigh high boots. Those like uh, oh, and a big rump. Look at its rump. It's got <laughs> it's got those um like elementary school scissors with the little like <laughs> jagged uses those. edges yeah. for like colored paper or whatever. You can't hurt yourself at all yeah. with them. It's like kind of dumb. Yeah, basically looks like Deoxys. It does look like Deoxys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah, I think that's a rare case of the regular one being cooler looking than the Mega. Oh, wait. For other sprites and images, please see Sizer images on the Bulbapedia archives. There's archives? Oh, what? Oh, yeah. You can see its overworld sprite there. I've never heard of this. Where do I go? Scroll down to the bottom of the sprites section. Oh, wow. Bulba Garden archives. And you can see the overworld sprite there. Oh, I don't like it. Yeah, it's too weird. It's just like it's it looks like a weird it's just too pointy. Pointy buff man. And it's doing this like little like march. Yeah, it's very distressing. I don't like it. Although I don't know what sprite this is where he does like quick punches and his like his little claws have like little whirs. I think them. that's crystal. 
That looks great. Yeah, that one's cool. <sighs> That's enough of us fanboying out over Sizor. Yeah. Joshua, we make our way to Cherry Grove City. Pull out our HM friend. Who knows? Fly. For me, it's Spiro. Mine's Golbat the Seo Sequo. Oh, right. I told you that I watched Train to Busan. Yeah, you did. I didn't tell the bug catchers. It's really good. I actually rewatched it the other night based on you watching it. God, wow. that's a good oh, film. It's easily the best zombie movie I've seen, and I think it's potentially the best horror movie I've seen. Mm-hmm. You steered me right. That's a respete for that recommendation. Do not watch the sequel. Oh, I didn't even know there was. Is it the bus? animated prequel? Bus to Busan. <laughs> I don't remember what it's called. It's stupid. There's an animated prequel on Shudder that's also really good, but the sequel is so bad. <laughs> okay. Such a disappointment after watching Train to Passant. But yeah, everyone go check that out. It's a, it's a zombie movie about a train. It's incredibly well done, but it's got heart and it's got emotion yeah. and character development that you don't normally see in that kind of a film. So It's kind of like Snowpiercer, except with zombies instead of snow the action scenes have a lot of similarities to snowpiercer yeah but hey that's a fucking fantastic film as well so you know whatever make our way to olivine city sure enough the ss aqua is there ready to depart Ooh. we've got our ticket in hand we go up to the counter and we say one-way trip to Kanto, please. And they say, right this way, sir. Yeah. And usher you down the dock. Now, I noticed in the notes <laughs> yeah. that you captured something, and it struck me as weird, too, except I didn't realize you could go interact with them. Yeah. I was just on the dock on my way to the SS Aqua, and I saw that on the west side of the ticket office was another little, like, patio. And on the patio was a couple. And I was like, it's so weird that they put these two sprites there that are just completely inaccessible. Oh, well. And I just got on the SS Aqua. <laughs> well, I didn't even make it that far. When I was in the terminal, I even just, I saw that there was another like doorway to the left of like the entrance to the docks. And I had to go there before I got on it. Yeah. And you go out there and it's a sailor and a last sprite. And the the sailor is like, if I'm able to brave the journey and I and I don't perish on this high seas, will you come to Kanto and live with me? And then is he getting on our boat? I guess the, that's the wrong sailor voice. Sailor voice is probably more like. <clears throat> hey, sailors can have any voices they want, Josh. Don't be normative. Okay, you're right. All right, so I'm, that's the sailor. And then the girlfriend is like, I don't know what this guy's talking about. Like, it's like a commuter boat, like. <laughs> That's what I thought. Now I'm. He's anxious. gonna be. He's gonna be fine. This is a commuter ferry. Like, <laughs> that makes me worry. And that's like the whole dialogue. And there's no like. I was hoping I could like, you know, do something there. But yeah, that's it. But it's like very interesting. Sometimes the things that they choose to like throw in there. They're like, we're not gonna make it so that everyone who plays this game can get a vital piece of lore and learn where Giovanni has been for the past three years. But we will <laughs> add in this girlfriend and boyfriend lusting over each other at one point i took a train from paris i've heard of it france to calais france Mm -hmm. have you ever heard of calais yeah because and i have not been there i've been to paris but my objective was to take the train into uh calais and then I was backpacking across Europe at the time. Humble brag. My goal was to take the train to Clay and then walk up to the ferry to go to England. Right. I took the train to Clay and got off the train and started walking towards the ferry and walked for about an hour. And I was like, where are these dang ferries? (laughs) 
Okay. And then realized I was walking the wrong direction. <laughs> Jesus. And I had to turn around and walk back like another two hours to get to the ferry, which I missed and had to like scramble to like figure out a way to, to get on the ferry. And then once I was on, I was like, ah, I just spent three weeks backpacking across Europe and didn't speak any of the languages of any of the countries I was in. It's going to be so refreshing to be in England where people speak English. I will feel comfortable. Right. And then I just got harassed by a bunch of old British like hooligans because a lady was on the ferry from Calais to Dover asking everyone if they wanted chair massages. And I was just like, no, I don't want a chair massage. And she kept harassing me. And then these hooligans started like getting in on it too and harassing me too. Ugh. Like, are you too good for a chair massage? I was like, I just don't want a chair massage. Leave me alone. <laughs> what is a chair massage specifically? It's you sit in one of those little chairs, you know, like it's a little like weird chair so that you're like back the is face all exposed. Yeah. yeah. It was really weird. It was a weird like. I literally hadn't spoken English to anyone in like three weeks. And then the second I finally like meet some English speakers, everyone just harasses me about getting a chair massage, including like a bunch of like middle-aged British men who I think were pretty drunk. <laughs> I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty surreal. Um, and that's kind of what I was expecting on the SS Anne. And frankly, that's kind of what the SS Anne is or SS uh, Aqua is like. Yeah. It's pretty weird. It's just a bunch of sailors. None of them are really doing anything. Some of them are literally just napping. They're all hooligans on this boat. There's like this little phantom girl who's running around, like harassing people. And her like grandfather bumps into you as soon as you get on the boat. And he's like, I don't know where my granddaughter is. Can you help me? And it's like, this thing is like, is it even three decks? It's like two decks. No, it's two decks. Yeah, and it's like, like it's like twelve rooms. rooms. Like you can't find <laughs> your granddaughter. Art. It didn't take me long. But if you don't find her, then you can't escape the boat. So you have to. Yeah, yeah. That's the quest here. So you you go to cabin to cabin. You battle people, uh, and then of course you get to the engine room, and it's blocked by a guy who says, "Oh, one of my lazy sailor buddies." is missing can you go find him it's like you go find him right you know how much money i paid for this ticket you know what the value uh, do you know who you're talking to yeah i'm the fucking the fucking uh, champion champion of the sino region is it the Sinnoh? no <laughs> Jodo and Jodo kanto region. i think both technically yeah so then you you find the guy he's just napping in his bed you find the girl, she runs off, hides again, you find her again, you go talk to the grandpa. By the time you're you've you've sorted this all out, you were in the Kanto region. Yeah. And you've pulled up to beautiful Vermilion Mora. City. Million City. Amelia Millie. I was <laughs> I was thinking the same thing, yeah. <laughs> Beat me to it, of course. Uh but you also get the metal coat from this elderly oh. gentleman for saving his granddaughter. You do, Joshua. And that's got your uh gears ticking that's got my gears cranking doesn't it yeah i had a loss this week which we'll talk about in a little while i may or may not have had one well you uh, according to the kill count you have not had one maybe it's something according to our notes according to the kill count in our notes you have not had one maybe it's something that's going to be tough for both of us to deal with and i don't want to say it yet you don't want to spoil it okay yeah i had to quickly fill the slot and i did with a pokemon that i'm having fun with but a pokemon i've used before and a pokemon i swore i would never use again okay so maybe there's a steelix in my future wouldn't that be fun a steelix would be fun neither of us has done that 
I mean, should we just come clean about the structure? This episode is. Oh, oh, how, you how are up. we even going to do this? We all did. I didn't. You were still on the episode when we all said that we were doing Cerulean City and Pewter City this week. I just assumed that that's what it would be. And Alex got it wrong, too. Now, and this is Alex's fault. So we once again come cap in hand. I don't like all this wheeling. Couldn't remember. I don't like all this wheeling. That language. the Kanto region on the back half of Gold and Silver and Heart Gold and Soul Silver is uh, sort of a free-for-all. It's, it's a bacchanal. Yeah, absolute bacchanalia over here. <laughs> like, you don't do it in the order that you're used to, and we messed up, and, you know... I didn't mess up. I don't like this we language. Who specifically messed up? It, it doesn't you. matter, because we're you. a team. And You texted me, and you we're texted a community me the other day and said, hey, how far catchers. have you gone? Because I fucked up. And, and I was like, oh, actually, I'm still on there's the There's no Aqua. proof of anything that would be able to indicate that anyone specifically made this wrong choice. I said, I'm still on the SS In Aqua. Any case, what, what's the matter? And you're like, oh, I couldn't figure out how to do anything. You should just both do Vermilion and then Saffron went all the way up to plant. Cerulean from here rather than immediately fighting nope. Lieutenant nope. Surge in Vermilion City, which is what you're I technically didn't. supposed to do. <laughs> That is what I did. I did do that. So well, I can comment on it now or I can we can wait, but I guess we should probably just comment on it now. Okay. Because there's really nothing in Vermilion other than Tanner mentioned the fishing guru who you don't get a rod from him now. Uh, but he, oh, yeah. He instead gives you a little, little anecdote where he says that his bro is up at the Lake of Rage and he's looking for big, beefy Magikarp. Mm. And... If you show him one of those, maybe you'll get something out of it. Is that a euphemism? That's sort of what I was thinking, and so I looked it up. What do you mean if you show my beefy magic card? It's just like a dumb, completely worthless side quest where... If you show him a few Magikarp, eventually one of them will be the biggest Magikarp he's ever seen, and he'll give you a fucking elixir, and that's it. Oh, I don't want that. And then, I don't need that. <laughs> but the Bulbapedia entry did have one piece of trivia that I thought was funny, is that the current world record Magikarp holder is Fisherman Ralph, who we all know is this, like, deadbeat dad who may or may not be divorced. <laughs> and falling in love with a Goldeen. Yeah, because he is in love with his Goldeen. <laughs> Well, speaking of men who are in love with Pokemon, the first thing that happens when you get off the SS Aqua in Vermilion City is a cutscene because you walk down the dock and who's that off in the in the bay? None other than Suicune. Suicune, yeah. And the second Suicune takes a glance at you, he once again, of course, jets. Yeah, he prances away elegantly. And then once again, of course, that fucking freak, this God. guy who's who's stalking Suikune. We you, we seen you seen you you we seen we it. seen you seen I seen Uwasune. Yeah, he comes up to you and and you know once again like talks your ear off about how much he wants to kiss Suikune. Right, and you're like, guy, I'm just not interested. He showed me a picture that he drawn of it. <laughs> if only there's a website I could upload <laughs> this to. People surely need to see this. Look, look, I put him in a diaper. And he's also being inflated. I guess you know, back, so back in. Um, Johto? Johto. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there were the random encounters with Entei and, uh, and uh, Raikou, but you can get the random encounters with Suikune now that you're in uh, Kanto. So right. keep your eyes peeled for Suikune. And, and once again, let me ask again rule clarification. Yeah. If I'm in a, in a zone. And my first encounter in that zone is Suikune. 
Is that scripted or is that random? It's random. Okay, so Suikune and, and the other legendary dogs are on the table. Yeah, except if, we've been to every route in Hoenn, so it's not like we can. Uh, yeah, Johto. In Johto. But so you could get like Suikune, technically. But we could get Suikune. Yeah, okay. If you manage to run into it first on a route where you hadn't already encountered anything else and you caught it, you could get it. That seems like slim chances. One of the bug catchers on the subreddit reddit.com slash r slash bug catchers did do this really the first pokemon they encountered yeah here we go it was uh association fearless six cool name did catch a raikou however i do think that they did a little bit of mayor cheating technically okay which was doing that little trick that you've done before where you can trigger what route they show up on oh yeah yeah. which i guess it's unclear counts we haven't outlawed that okay okay we'll count it and that's a rule of clarification for all of you. Pokemon Fan Club is still the Pokemon Fan Club. It always was and always has been and always will be. There's the guy in there, Mr. Pokemon Freak. Who loves his Rapidash. But don't we all? I mean, we were oh, literally so fawning about Rapidash last episode. Muscly. We're all muscles. the chairman of the Pokemon Fan Club when it comes to Rapidash. Uh, and you can still, like, do... Uh, I mean, You listen to, to his rant. Freaks in here. And then yeah. he gives you a rare candy. Oh, yeah, which was nice. Because I did not have a lot of time to level this week. Although, still managed to level more than you, Joshua. Yeah, I'm going through a lot right now. <laughs> Just trying to stay ahead of it. <laughs> Uh, and then it's on to Vermilion City Gym and LT Surge. Yeah. This puzzle is the most frustrating puzzle in the world. I forgot how it works. I sat and clicked fucking buckets for maybe a half an hour. You can always talk to the gym guy. Shh, 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 shh. God, this is the one that you can't figure out? I did eventually talk to the gym guy, and the gym guy was like, oh, once you find the first one, the next one will be right next to it. Yeah. At some point, I was trying to calculate the odds. I was like, how do they expect a child to do this? Yeah. How do they expect a child? Like, the odds on that are so bad. If it's completely random, where you click one bucket I and then didn't have the second bucket. This much trouble. Listen to as me. As a child. Listen to me. Okay. Do you know what the odds on that would be? No. Astronomical. I'm no mathematician. But then you talk to a guy and he's like, oh, yeah, once you find the first switch, the second switch will be directly next to the first switch. And that clears it up. That made things a lot easier for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Clears it up pretty quick. And then once you're through, you take on Lieutenant Zerg. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? I ran into Joshi's sweetie in here. Oh, it, I, uh, Lieutenant Surge didn't have it? No. Who had it? Gentleman Gregory, <laughs> who's got a fine lineup, Pikachu, Flaffy, and then Electric, Joshi's sweetie. I love this thing. I haven't gotten to run one yet because I keep having weird restraints that... <laughs> Prevent me from doing it, but I have always liked Electric and Minectric. I don't think I'm, I like Electric. It's a little Electric dog before that fucking Corgi one. I do like that Corgi in one. In Sword and Shield. I think Electric is cute. I'm not a huge fan of Manectric. It does kind of look like it's got like coral or like barnacles growing on it, which is kind of weird because it's just a straight up Electric. Yeah. But I still think it's like feisty. Let me tell you about a Pokemon, Josh. I was facing off against Lieutenant Surge. Uh -huh. Keep in mind, I am completely overleveled for Kanto. You're way over me even, but I was overleveled for him. Absolutely zero issues with Lieutenant Surge. I think I just brought in Executor and just whomped him. Oh, yeah, that's a good choice because none of them can really do any effective damage. Just whomped him. I actually, similarly, I just put Meganium out and just pedal danced 
rest in petals, all of them. Beautiful. Well, Magmartyr for Magneton, obviously melted it. Oh uh, yeah, I guess I did bring in Nine Tails a couple of times for Magneton, and did he have more than one Magneton? He had one, and then two electrodes, a Raichu, and an Electabuzz. That's right. So I, Nine Tails took care of the Steel types, and then Executor took care of the non-Steel type electrics, but. He had a Pokemon that I didn't like that you just mentioned, who was my You Make Me Barf Pokemon of the Week, and it is Electabuzz. I don't think this gen does any, the updated sprites do any favors to Electabuzz. I think that's true. And now now that I know where he's headed. Electrovire, whatever. With elect, Electrovire, with his little back dongs. Yeah. I'm just not into it. I'm not into the line. I think Elect Kid is still cute. I guess. I guess, but I'm just not into the line. I didn't like that it like jumps around and like throws a fit. I actually think Electabuzz is okay most of the time. I don't like it in this one either. Yeah. And it's no sweetie. I'm just saying I'm pretty neutral on it, but I, I felt pretty negatively here as well. You talk to Lieutenant Surge after you beat him. He gives you the lightning badge and he gives you a TM4. Gosh, no, I can't Shockwave. Shockwave. Which, which is, is sort like of fucking amateur at this point. Move. 60 damage. Give me Thunderbolt. Which I can't buy because at the Goldenrod game corner, that dude doesn't just let you buy coins. Have you noticed this? No. You have to just play Voltorb fucking whatever it is. Voltorb. Oh, I don't know. I don't have that kind of money. So Voltorb Minesweeper. I didn't even bother. I need Thunderbolt. I want to teach it to my Magmortar. Yeah. Well, like the th- shitty thing about this is like you're warned when you're coming in that like Oh, the levels in Kanto are a lot higher. You're going to be challenged. And, like, you know, Lieutenant Surge's Pokemon were pretty high level. Like, I think Electabuzz was 48 or 50. Oh, no, 53. 53? Like, that's not fucking bad. But he still just gives you fucking Shockwave. Yeah, that is so incongruent to me. Yeah. Plus the wild Pokemon are level, like, fucking 20 sometimes. I I mean, come on. Come on. And then Lieutenant Surge tells you to, to head north to Saffron City. So we do. Uh-huh. And next up is Route 6. That's right. Route 6 is still the old Route 6 we know and love. Kind of a windy path. Lots of trainers. And then, uh, you know, lots of grass, too. What did you catch Ugh. on Route 6? Now we're finally... So th- this is the first catchable route we've got here, too. That's right. Yeah. Tell me what you caught on Route 6. Should I? Yeah, please. You want to know right now? I see you glancing at the time. Uh-huh. So please just tell me what you caught Bell's on Route 6. After this break. <laughs> It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. You caught a bell sprout, huh? Yeah, somehow didn't have one yet. Nasty. I did. I had a lot of trouble on these routes finding a Pokemon I didn't already have. So I am a big N.A. Oh, on no. Route 6. I had some catches this week. <laughs> They're not pretty, but I got them. Yeah. Ugh. So yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't catch anything. I encountered, like, I think bell sprouts and... Oh, on one of these routes, I did catch a Pidgey. I think it was Route 5. Oh, Pidgey? Yeah. Honestly... I would have some fun with a Pidgey at this point. 
Would you? Yep. Well, you guess what? I think you're probably still going to have opportunities to catch Pidgeys. I'd love one now. It's the fucking Kanto region. <laughs> Would you have fun with a Rattatat, too? Cause no, and I already have those. those. I got a handful of those. Today, I got a push alert on my phone. <laughs> I haven't turned on the application Pandora in maybe 10 years. Well, we're an anti-Pandora podcast. We're an anti-Pandora podcast, <laughs> that, and that's why. Yeah. No, it's like, you know, at one point, Pandora was a thing, and I listened to it, you know? Yeah. And then, like, Spotify became a thing, and I stopped listening to Pandora. Good. But today, I got a push alert from Pandora for the first time maybe ever, and it was like, hey, just wanted to let you know, Ratatat. Oh my God! Radio is going really strong, <laughs> and it was like, Pandora, this is so pathetic. Wow. Like, the last thing I listened to on Pandora ten years ago was Ratatat, and you're like, never looked. Hey, back. you still in a Ratatat? <laughs> wow, I literally, ass. I haven't heard that name in years. <laughs> it was very weird. Are they still banging? Rat-a-tat? I don't know. I don't so know. I didn't. I didn't. A shot? I didn't give in to to Pandora's prodding on it, but maybe I'll go listen to them on Spotify. Yeah. See if they got anything new. Route six. I didn't catch anything, but I had fun. You know, there's a lot of fun battles here. There's those twin girls with Minun Plusle. and Plusy. Minun. Yeah. But this is again like okay, that's one thing because they don't even evolve. But then Camper Virgil. More like Camper Virgin. Nice. Has a fucking Slackhoth at level 43. Come on. Yeah, evolve that. Evolve that thing. Does Slackhoth have that truancy thing too? Yeah. The only one that doesn't is Vigoroth, which is the teenage form. Oh, okay. I would get that. Yeah, yeah. Vigoroth, sure. But at this point, it's like, why wouldn't you even just have a Slacking? Sorry, you would get that? Vigoroth? What do you mean, would get that? Get it. Like, he could get that? I mean, I said Camper Virgin. He... Has some work to do. Yeah. A Vigoroth, you know. Probably. We are on our way to <laughs> no. Saffron City. I don't know. Saffron City, it's cleaned up its act a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it definitely looks better than it ever has because, you know, it's got some dif- it's gone to different seed, looking buildings. I think it's gone to seed. Oh, really? You wander around, you talk to people. One guy it hosts is- the only train in Kanto. Okay, yeah, train stations are notoriously, like, oh. beautiful, pristine, crimeless places. <laughs> yeah, like Penn Station, you know? Like Penn Station. I love going to Penn Station. And just The gem out. of Manhattan. I love going to Penn Station, going to that underground maze that, that's at Penn Station, and, like, eating a the shitty Auntie slice Anne's. of pizza at Sabaro's. Desperately trying to find the Dunkin' Donuts, because it's With the a bunch best of cuisine there. Rangers fans, because every time I've ever taken a train into or out of Penn Station, it always coincides with a fucking Rangers game, and there's always a billion Ranger fans Ooh. in town just yelling at you, and you're just trying to catch a fucking train to wherever, Princeton, New Jersey, to see some theater Ugh. for once. Get a little culture. only Ranger fan I like is a Pokemon Ranger fan. Yeah. God, I hate Penn Station. Blow it up. But yeah, blow it up. I mean, they think they did. No, yeah, that uh, that new... <laughs> I haven't been in there yet. I think it is open, though, but they renovated that old, beautiful, actually beautiful post office yeah. nearby, and that's like the new part of the train station. I don't live in New York anymore, and I did for 12 years, and I think the entire time I lived in New York, that post office was under construction. <laughs> For the entire 12 years I lived in New York. Yeah. But you don't want to go to the Penn Station area anyway. No. Bug catchers, if you're not from New York, avoid Penn Station. It's fu- it's a nightmare. Don't. It's a trap. The whole area is terrible. It's just south of Times Square, and it's got like a Times Square feel, except like there's a bunch of Ranger fans around. Or if you're a nerd, 
It's the nearest stop to the Javits Center. That's where I got vaccinated. Javax Center. That's cool. So I like it now. I got vaxxed at the Connecticut Center, which is kind of our version of the Javits yeah. Center. So yeah. it's pretty cool. It's also pretty cool. Yeah, they host a lot of like insurance conferences and I'm sure. <laughs> this place has gone to seed. Okay, well, tell me why. There's like lots of little alleyways. Yeah, and there's a dude who's like, I feel weird being in this alleyway. I know, because it's dangerous. Don't be in the alleyway if you don't want to, first of all. What are you doing in the alleyway? (laughs) What do you mean you feel weird? That's fucked up. And then you go to the karate dojo, and it's literally in ruins. Oh, yeah, because the karate king is training deep in the mountains as we all know <laughs> in mount mortar and, and we know that's a euphemism yeah we all know. but like the little like placards on the walls are all falling off and like it's just sort of like sad it's a sad scene in saffron city yeah and also with the i read this because of the notes but the fighting dojo will be used for rematches with gym oh, yeah. on specific days of the week you can challenge if they can pencil you in any of the 16 gym leaders from the entire game, right? I think it's any of them. That's cool. They all come here, but yeah, you have to go and get their phone numbers. Right, right, right. And then you can And they'll them. be in different locations like Bugsy's in Viridian Forest, and then you get their phone numbers. And then they'll come to the Karate Dojo, and you can fight them. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Do you know if you get like experience and cash from them still? Like the Elite 4? Oh yeah, that's cool. We'll have to do that when we chase waterfalls. Yes, we will be chasing waterfalls for sure. Other big landmark here is Silfco HQ not very notable not a lot to do in here except i will say that there is a secret vip only elevator right that can only be accessed Under by the rotom. silk logo yeah yeah and it takes you to the rotom floor where rotom can possess any number of appliances and you can like change your rotom around the very thing i traded a rotom to my game for and kept a rotom and trained a rotom uh admittedly inferior pokemon yeah was so I could get it to this room and turn it into a fucking lawnmower or whatever. Right. But it died, so I couldn't do that. So you don't get to see the VIP room? No. Would love to see it. Sure, it's cool. I guess I won't get to see it either. What a fucking weird thing to include in this game. There's no way to get a Rotom in this game. You have to trade it in, and then you have to wait until you're in the Kanto region to even use it. I bet Rotom is probably available now that we have the national deck somewhere. I mean, it does seem like, why would they even build so. this in? I don't think so. I think you have they're, to Otherwise, they're like really catering for Rotom fans. Let's look it up. I think you have to trade it in. Rotom. But it's like, what a set piece to include for a Pokemon that's not even available in the game. And it's literally the only part of Silph code that you can interact with. Right. The elevator is down and they've like locked down the whole thing even though it was taken over three years ago. Heart Gold, Soul Silver. By Team Rocket. Trade. God. What? What? <laughs> what a weird thing to include in this game for a, a Pokemon that's not even available in the game. That's fucking inexplicable that they would build that in. And once again, build that in. But you, you gate... The Giovanni lore, and you don't let us fight Giovanni unless we have a special event Celebi. Right. God. Which, it's not fucking 2006 anymore. I can't do that. So, yeah. So, Silphco, kind of a disappointment. But then um, the main attraction, obviously, in, in Saffron City then is Saffron City Gym. Yes. That's not a guy. It's not a guy called Saffron City Gym. <laughs> I know I said it in a way that makes it sound like there's some guy wandering around whose name is Jim. Yeah. But, no, I mean Jim, G-Y-M. It's a psychic type gym. Okay. 
It is, right? Yeah. Am I wrong? Psychic. It's the teleporter puzzle. It's looking great. Fewer trainers. Couple of the boxes, Hollywood Squares, don't have uh, trainers in them this time. Right. And you just bebop around until you finally make your way to Sabrina. Tough. She was for you? Only because, uh, of course, I open with Alakazam because he has Shadow Ball. Yeah. And he's level 55. Well, he became level 55 here, but he's level 54. Yep. And I was like, fine, I'll smoke him. But Espeon is her opener, and Espeon's level 53, and we all know Espeon's great because I ran it last gen. Mm-hmm. And Espeon's faster than Alakazam, and Espeon also has Shadow Ball, and it hurled a Shadow Ball at Alakazam and got it down to 11 hit points. Woof. But then I go and blow the Shadow Ball, and I killed it in one hit. Let me tell you about a Pokemon I brought into the gym that literally one hit KO'd every single Pokemon. I didn't even leave to go heal. Not a single Pokemon got a shot off on Sizor. Oh, wow. Sizor beat every single gym trainer and Sabrina without even like breaking a sweat. But isn't your bug move still U-turn? My bug move is X. Oh, X-Scissor? X-Scissor. And I have Sword Dance, so I can amplify X-Scissor. And I have Night Slash or something, which is a dark move. Night Slash. That's how fucking Tony got me with that Sneasel. I was just unstoppable in here. I literally, like, didn't, I just didn't stop. I just kept going and killed every single Pokemon in one hit. Well, and that thing was already your highest level, and I'm sure it probably (laughs) still is. Including all of Sabrina's Pokemon. I one hit KO'd every single one of them. It was literally the easiest gym I've ever done, because my Scizor is way overleveled. Yeah. Well, we had fun. You know, we had fun in there. They probably didn't, but... No, they didn't. No, they, no. they surely didn't. <laughs> I mean, everybody else was a one-hit KO, other than that Espeon. Even my Alakazam, because I pumped it up, was faster than her level 55 one. Yeah, well, my Sizer is also super fast. Is nice, too. Right. I think Sizer is fast in general, but I did feed Sizer a bunch of um, Carbos. It's fast. So, it's even faster now. Song the Hedgehog. And she gives you the Marsh Badge and Skill Swap. The TM. Skill swap is confusing to me. It doesn't seem very good unless you know that the other Pokemon's ability is much better than yours. It swaps abilities of the yeah, yeah, yeah. opposing Pokemon. I have a lot of Pokemon with abilities that are not all that interesting. Same here. And if you can go up against someone who has like Levitate. Yeah. That would be really nice. That would be great. Synchronize would be great. My Alakazam, unfortunately, has inner focus and not synchronize. Yeah. And there's some like that like prevent charming. There's some that prevent like sleeping, like Huthoots got Oh, insomnia. insomnia, yeah. Some of those would be really nice, but I'm not going to waste a slot, you know? I'm not going to waste a, a move on skill swap. No, I shan't be teaching this to anyone. Once again, so just like LT Surge, Sabrina's TM prize is pretty disappointing. Yeah, they need to up the ante with the TMs that we get here. Some of these like real Pokemon battle nerds probably have some use case for skill swap, but I don't know. Yeah, but it feels like one of those moves like Trick Room or Baton Pass or you know that kind of shit where like you have to build the entire move set based on it. Right. Or around it. Or it's complementary. Right. And I don't know. Too much work. I'll do that in one of these gens, but I'm not doing it now. Yeah. I'll experiment with something freaky. Not me. I tried that with you tried it. Min-Max and it was Mr. Mime also. Oh, did I? No, Mr. Mime was a was Well, a, Min-Maxing uh, is separate than like just using a tricky like move set. 
Because you had you were oh, doing I all the like tried it with my light Mr. screen Mind. and reflect yeah, yeah, yeah. and like it was too baton pass. I just can't figure that shit out. I'm so bad at. I like, know it's good. It's just like I don't think it's fun. I don't think it's exciting. Any game that has a character that like requires that kind of like level of metagaming and finesse. I'm just so bad at those characters. It's like um, the Lost Vikings in Hots. Oh my god. Yeah. Like some people are so good at the Lost Vikings and like I tried to play the Lost Vikings once and it was just like you have to control three characters at the same time. <laughs> how to do this. <laughs> and they're very often those are the kind of characters that can be the very best. Chogal. Yeah. The big troll where it's like two players control it. Right. They're often like the best characters, but it's like If you know how to play them. You have to figure out how to play them and it's like I just don't have that kind of time. Just give me fucking Diablo. Which I cannot wait for the fucking Diablo 2 remaster. They're remastering Diablo 2? And it's like from the ground up. That'll be fun. It's the exact same game, but it's just beautiful. We'll get in there and we'll fuck around. Oh, that's going to be a problem for me. Yeah. Hold on my calls. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know. I'm not a mage guy in general. You would know this from any of my games, Tanner. Like D&D and shit as well. Like I'm more of a, I want to just get in there and just start kind of fucking shit up. I'll be archers and rangers yeah i'll compliment it with some spell craft but like not sorcery i am a mage guy but i'm just not i'm not the metagamer guy you know like that's a little arena chat we're done yeah we're done in saffron city yeah so here's where we sort of uh skipped ahead where we had been half abiding by what we thought we had to do and it was that we had to do power plant first so we don't love this we language <laughs> you make it sound it's like the, i fucked up but i didn't it's the royal we yeah yeah so yeah we we um went north there's all these little shortcuts and and little guard huts that you know and remember from gen one where everyone is thirsty yeah they're all unlocked their thirst is quenched yeah you have free reign through this whole area so we went directly north from saffron to it's not quite Cerulean City, is it? It's kind of like an off route. It's Route Cerulean 5. City. It's where the daycare used to be, but now it's just an old crone and like her caretaker, and she gives you cleanse tag. Yeah. Because she says evil spirits are following you. That fucks me up. It's all those rotoms. It's all those stoves. Haunted <laughs> stoves. <laughs> I tried to resurrect it, and because it was a ghost, it was unresurrectable, but I did manage to bring its spirit back from the spirit plane, and now it's haunting me. So I need the cleanse tag. Yeah. This is, I think, one of the few places where I did catch a Pokemon. I caught that Pidgey I was talking about earlier. Nice. Did you catch anything handsome or not disgusting or not whippy mouth? Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, all of the above. I got a gloom. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, and not only that, it's like, you know, with Bellsprout as well, I have had so many fucking grass types this entire game. <laughs> well, you started with the grass type. I feel like I'm having the exact opposite problem where it's like I keep encountering water types or like sometimes your only option is like to surf in an area and you like encounter a water type. And it's like, I don't need any water types. I have a water type. His name is for alligator and he owns. Yeah. Like stop giving me water type Pokemon, you know? I guess that's our starter's curse. It's the curse. It's the curse of the starters. Always want what you can't have. Route 5 is the same old Route 5. It's always been, I don't know. It's it, like a joke. I mean, it's like two screens. It's getting difficult to talk about the Kanto region because we've played through the Kanto region yeah. like five times now. We don't have any new comments here. 
<laughs> I am literally time running through. <laughs> We've got Cerulean City on the like outline for the episode, and it's literally just a bullet point. Like we didn't even write anything <laughs> no, about no. Cerulean City. <laughs> I didn't even go into the any, into any of the houses in Cerulean City. Well, no, because this was when I thought we were supposed to do Misty and Brock and Power Plant and all this shit in between, and I was like, I don't have time. I can't talk to any of you people. I just wasn't interested. I went to the Pokemon Center in the beeline for uh, Route 9, which is to the east that ultimately connects to Rock Tunnel. But uh, if you surf south from it is where the power plant is. Well, let me tell you a story, Josh, before we go in that direction. Okay. When I got here, I misremembered what the setup was. And I thought the power plant was off of Route 25. So I headed north oh. to Nugget Bridge. Wow. Well, I did go up here as well, but not at this point. Which is not Nugget Bridge anymore. There's like a couple there, like gazing out at the- it's Lover's Bridge. The bay, but there's no trainers here. The trainers have instead decided to go north to Route 24 through the winding forests of Route yeah. 24. Which does look a lot better now that they have those big tree sprites. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they still act like they're Nugget Bridge kids. Yeah, but they don't call themselves that anymore. No, they just sort of like allude to the fact that there's five of them. They're like, I'm the fourth, I'm the fifth, you know? Yeah. And then you beat them, and there's a guy at the end. Well, there's a sixth guy who's like a voyeur. And he's like, oh, I thought I could just take advantage of you yes. after you'd gotten Fuck beaten up guy. by those other five. Fuck that guy. And I did not write down what his name is, but it's, a, I think, a super nerd. And have you known? Yeah, he's got like a little Pikachu robot. Yeah, they got a robo Pikachu now. <laughs> it's so cute. It's really cool. Yeah, I like the little robot. They've come Pikachu. a long way from the sniveling like loser on the ground looking for his glasses. Right. And now they got a Robo Pikachu, it's which I guess is Pikachu. they're getting radicalized over the generations, which is actually quite troubling if yeah. you think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, and they're getting access to technology that we could never imagine, you know? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that guy attacks you. He's like, I was just waiting for you to finish all of them so that you would be weak so I can beat you. But I still whooped his, whooped his bottom. Sweet little bottom. <laughs> Me too. And then... At the end of all of the Nugget Bridge trainers, there's Ace Trainer Kevin, mm-hmm. who congratulates you for beating all of the Nugget Bridge trainers and gives you a nugget still. Yeah. And then says, hey, guess what? Like, that was great. You did such a good job. Here's a nugget. But uh, I want to see what you're all about here. Yeah. So let's battle. It's like, okay, not really ready for a battle. I just battled seven people in a row, but fine. At this point, I was trying to train up my Jinx. Met Opera, so she uh-huh. was at the start of the party. And I went and took on Ace Trainer Kevin. Yeah. And he brought out his Rhyhorn, yeah. a Pokemon that I didn't think was a very big deal, a Pokemon I thought I could handle pretty well. And it's his opener, too. It's his opener. Yeah. Like, he doesn't even think too highly of it. No. And then Rhyhorn did a move called Stone Edge, yeah. move I'm not familiar with. And imagine my surprise when he did Stone Edge and I watched Jinx's HP bar just keep going. It just kept going down and down and down and down from green to yellow to red. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. To nothing. <laughs> yeah. Because his Rhyhorn one hit KO'd my Jinx with Stone Edge and killed it in one hit from full health to zero health in one hit. And keep in mind, my Jinx was maybe 10 levels higher than his Rhyhorn. Jesus. This Rhyhorn's level 48, and it's a fucking Rhyhorn. It's not even evolved. 
So rest in pedals, Met Opera, the jinx. And also, I gotta say, going to the Met Opera's website and donating $10 to them felt pretty God, shitty. That feels really <laughs> gross. <laughs> I've been giving money to, like, bringing electricity to the Philippines and, like, saving owls in northern England and, you know, like, all of these noble causes. And then I was just like, I'm just going to give $10 to a bunch of rich ballerinas. Yeah. It was so hard to give $10 to the Met, they did not make it easy. First, they wanted me to include them in my estate. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> they won't like, no, drop that. I just want to give you $10. And then they're like, okay, $10. Did you mean $100 or $200? And I was like, <laughs> how about 1000 no, 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 I meant $10. <laughs> I meant $10. And they're like, okay, okay, okay. And then at the check-in, they're like, you know, you're eligible for a free gift. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll take a free gift. And they're like, you just have to give us $100. And I was like, I'm not giving That's you $100. free at that point. Met Opera. If I'm you're gating the gift, you it's not free. I'm giving you $10. It's $100. <laughs> and finally, they took my $10. They really wanted me to up it to at least 100 At least 100 But I gave them $10. Rest in pedals, jinx, Met Opera, my pedals. jinx. Sorry. I really loved you. You were such an excellent little Pokemon. Beautiful moveset. Really strong. Loved it. But now you're dead. And I've released you into hell. Uh, Tanner, I have uh, I have something to say about Kevin's Rhyhorn. Oh, God, Joshua. <laughs> One of my darkest moments happened here with Kevin's Rhyhorn. I had my Ampharos out front. That's who I'd been training with the Nugget Bridge Kids. And... He opened with that Rhyhorn, and I was like, well, nothing doing here. So I'm going to go ahead and swap out. It's such an unassuming Pokemon. You're like, what the <laughs> fuck is this, a Rhyhorn? Bullshit. It's not even a Rhydon, and neither of them is very good. Okay. And. Stealing myself. <clears throat> I had one Pokemon that, that had 87 hit points. Not in good shape. But all of its moves were super effective against a Rhyhorn, and a Rhyhorn wouldn't have any moves that would be super effective against it. So I was like, I'll let it ride. I'm going to put in Polyrath. Oh, God, Joshua. And uh, CJ Craig. the Rhyhorn used Takedown. Press Secretary CJ Craig. Press Secretary CJ Craig. My favorite Pokemon, Polyrath. Yep, and one of your favorite characters from West Wing. That I put the wrong graphic in the level check in today. you did and i, I did call you out on that because you were the difference. making fun of me for getting crushed by you last week and then i said well at least i know what a fucking polywhirl and a polywrath look like your favorite pokemon you can't tell the difference of between but who can tell the difference when they're six feet under the ground because the rhyhorn got a critical hit on its takedown and oh, killed <laughs> Fuck this fucking A level 54 Polyrath was killed by a level 48 Rhyhorn by some random ace trainer named Kevin on Route 24. And that's Rest of Pedals. I think Jinx was level 54 as well. <sighs> What's happening here with this Rhyhorn? This ace trainer. Yeah, he is an ace trainer. You see, I didn't want to tell you because I know it's your favorite Pokemon. He just took down not one, but two champions. We got through the Elite Four <laughs> with no losses. <laughs> and then this fucking random ass dude <laughs> took me down. Uh, he got a slap, 
laughter the tears. Yeah. Uh, wow. When you teased that you had secretly lost a Pokemon early in the episode, there's no way I would have imagined it was to the same fucking Rhyhorn from the same fucking Ace Trainer. Isn't that insane? What? That's brutal. And this did happen to me last because I did the power plant first. Okay. So I don't even have a replacement for it. This is what happened. I ended last night with this poly. <laughs> That's why you didn't want to battle. I texted you earlier today and was like, you want to battle? And you're like, oh, no. We have okay, well, I was, Tony coming on next week, so let's not battle. I was You don't working. want to battle because you only have five fucking Pokemon. I was working until like 840 almost also. But, yeah, right. but did that factor in? Sure. Yeah. So our kill counts both stand at five. Five. Yep. Thanks to... Ace trainer, Kevin. And Ten Rihorn. Pokemon lost in total. I'm out 50 bucks. <laughs> wow. So far. Yeah. And then, yeah. And he had a Wartortle and a Charmeleon, too, and neither of them did it fucking anything. It was only the Rhyhorn. Just this fucking Rhyhorn. <laughs> uh, Fuck this dude. But, Catchers, we did take on Power Plant this week as well, but because Josh fucked up the order... We all did. Everything is a little wibbly wobbly right now. So I think we'll save Power Plant for next week when we have Tony on again. Yeah. So in order to lick our wounds and give a little bit more content for us to talk about with Tony, we will save the Power Plant until next week. So next week, we'll head back down to Cerulean. We'll go out to the Power Plant to find this missing part, and then we will continue from there. Joshua, that saves one last thing that we have to cover off on this week, and that is our level check. Level check. So you only have five Pokemon. You may as well just breeze through them now, huh? Second time this season that I have just five Pokemon. (laughs) Uh, I'm not looking forward to power leveling whatever it is. I did it this week, and it was pretty brutal i'm interested to hear how far you made it um i am excited to the prospect of choosing what it is because i have no idea and i don't really have any like allegiance like obviously i have several water types that i could choose from at this point right and maybe i will do that but i might try to maybe do something like really strange yeah just fucked up just i'm gonna raid the box and see what's in there wormple for the rest of them though it's the classics it's fred van vliet ampharos level 53 Rosencrantz, Meganium, level 53. Tolkien, Alakazam, level 55. Did you even play this week? What are these fucking levels? I only did what I had to do. (laughs) I'm going to be setting aside... I'm going to have to set aside quite a bit of time this weekend. (laughs) Wickrackrum, Obama Snow is level 52. No change, I think. Yeah. Kaladin, Magmortar, level 54. Pathetic. And uh, nothing. And then nothing for that sixth slot. Nothing. I'll tell you it's a little pathetic. I agree. Yeah. You don't need to power level anymore, Tanner. You're Oh, I got to get this last Pokemon up at least a little bit. Yeah, but, but you I'm not don't gonna, have to... I don't plan on putting any extra effort into any of these other Pokemon. Okay. I hope so. Attorney Will has the Gift of Parenthood, Executor, level 56. Yeah. Three Rivers, my Scizor, level 59. Blue Dragon, my Dragonite, level 56 so that's only one level save a fox nine tails level 57 mm-hmm. everglade fund for alligator level 53 and then welcome to the team a pokemon that i didn't think i would ever run again and a pokemon type that i swore off this gen like two episodes ago but frankly i need something <laughs> to take on your 
Bomb and Snow, Welcome to the Team, Bug Life, Heracross, That's level 42. The superior of the classic animated films, Ants and a Bug's Life. <laughs> Buglife.org.uk. Bug Life is the only organization in Europe devoted to the conservation of all invertebrates. We're actively working to save Britain's rarest little animals, everything from bees to beetles, worms to woodlice, and jumping spiders to jellyfish. God, that's good copy. Jesus. Yeah. That's clean. Bug Life. I like it. That's clean, Bug Life. And especially for like a dirty little species. Yeah, a little dirty little bug. <laughs> how how tall do you think Heracross is? Heracross is what, four inches? God, no. I bet it is. I'm going to go look it up. I'm going to go look it up. I bet it's four. Joshua, I will give you one dollar. You're coming into town soon. How about you get me a beer if I get I'll get right. you a beer if you're within six inches. Okay. I think it is four i think it's four foot five <laughs> you got it man it's four foot eleven you were just within oh six yes inches. i almost said four ten was what i was starting to say before that too just within six inches yes can you believe that a four foot beetle oh god i would hate that and isn't it already based on like a scarab beetle which are already in real life based on a, a rhino beetle oh rhino beetle that's it yeah but those are already in real life pretty fucking weird <laughs> powerful beetles actually beetles don't bug me i kind of like beetles yeah beetles are okay they're cool i even as a kid i've always and since then i guess but have always kind of like stink bugs i don't like what they smell like uh, but they, they look cool shitty. you should move to connecticut there's fucking a million of them and all the only place they want to be is inside your house. I'll tell you that. Don't you? Well, me, but I'm a human man. Right. You know? I'm not a bug. But if you're a bug. There's a creek in my backyard. You don't have a go house? I don't want to be in my house. live in the Somebody's creek. house. Idiot. <laughs> Jesus. So welcome to Team Heracross. Yeah, wow. Kind of having fun with it. It's it's a pretty fun little I'm jealous. Uh, I never caught one this game, so I can't really be that upset. Um Bug I would have loved to swap that in, but bug fighting is a pretty interesting combination, and honestly, a pretty fun combination against you specifically. Yeah, although you're acting as though the al- although I I feel like was it you or David where I've been in the scenario where I threw my Alakazam previously in against a Heracross, and I was like, Alakazam is obviously faster than this thing, and then Heracross came in with the what is it? I don't remember. I definitely ran uh, a Heracross, but I think David did too. Yeah, one of you had it, and it just came in swinging. Oh, Megahorn is what it is. Yeah. Just used Megahorn and was faster than me somehow in one hit KO on that Alakazam. I think Heracross is pretty fast. So I was going to say, you know, Alakazam can still get a super effective move against you as well. And after I feed it as many fucking carbos as I possibly can, you better believe this thing's going to be fucking shit on ice. I got Sonic Hedgehog. Tails the Echidna. I got plenty of money to burn Shadow the Hedgehog. My friend. Sort of the dark head Sonic the Hedgehog. You know him? Kind of. Are, are, you, are you trying to talk about the Sonic the Hedgehog sequel? Should we start another podcast that's just about the Sonic the Hedgehog universe? If that's where you're the expert and I'm the amateur? Nope. <laughs> I'm not the expert in any way. I think it would be two amateurs just... I've never beaten any of them. It would be two blind men groping in a dark <laughs> cave. I've really only engaged substantially with the live action film. (laughs) I still haven't even seen it. (laughs) Starring Jim Carrey. Uh, 
it's great. Yeah. It took a, how many years to finally of harassment to finally get, get the right. Sonic the Hedgehog design correct, but then wow, they really knocked it out of the park. It, huh? It's second Nailed only it. to Detective Pikachu's, as far as I'm concerned. Still haven't seen that either. Is Miles old enough? Yeah, I think he would appreciate coming, it at this point. Uh, maybe when I go out there. I think we would appreciate I think he could could appreciate it at this point. Throw it on. All right. All right. We might have fun with that. This has been Experience Share. It's a Pokemon podcast starring me, Greek King, a.k.a. Tanner Green Ring, and my co-host, Fielectrode, a.k.a. Joshua Fielstead. Please do rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and do follow it wherever you follow podcasts. Be that Stitcher, be that Overcast, be that Spotify, Pocket Cast, be that Spotify. Anywhere that you follow podcasts, do follow our podcast, please. Not Pandora, because you can't. Recommend it to a friend. Uh, you know, we're we're getting close to the end of season 4B here, and I we've gotten some Reddit comments and some tweets that a lot of people are excited for us to journey into season 5 with Pokemon Black and White. Yeah. I feel like Black and White is the odd man out Pokemon game. It's like the first Pokemon game that a lot of the original Pokemon fans lost interest in and skipped. So I think a lot of those like OG Pokemon fans from the 90s are really excited to hear us explore whatever region that is. That is personally true for me because that was when I re-engaged with the series like post-college. Yeah. Fully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I believe that this is even part of Pokemon Company's stance on it was that they were treating it as sort of a reboot, soft well, reboot. Well, it's sort of like mature, isn't it? It's a little dark. It's a little grittier. And all of the Pokemon are new. I think that the region does not have any old Pokemon. I think that was the other thing. Wow. That's going to be good for my nicknames. Yeah. We also, we could use a reboot on the nicknames and our sweeties and our Pokemon that make us barf. Yep. So that's going to be fun. Maybe maybe tell your friends to hop on at that point, especially if they're um, Pokemon fans. But Oh, give us a follow on... Twitter and Instagram at exp share pod. Check out the subreddit, reddit.com slash bugcatcher. Reddit.com slash r slash bugcatchers. I hate that slash r, man. I know. What, what the fuck, fuck are you doing, Reddit? What do they even need? Shit and buy our merch at merch, uh, exp share merch.com. Yep, we got lots of. All except for the You Make Me Barf, which was taken down by Nintendo, and we're in a dispute with Public about that oh now. yeah you're gonna have to hang back after this call and tell me what the latest on that is yeah i got a copy of it at least before it went offline it looks fucking great all these shirts are great yeah and we've seen a lot of great posts on the subreddit in particular i've got a few i've been wearing rest of petals and uh mayor cheat i've been wearing the bobby wears joshy sweetie I've been wearing the bug catcher <laughs> shirt. It looks great. I got one for my son, my two-year-old son, too. First day he wore it, I got it in pink, like bright pink for him, because it looks good with the bug catcher on it. Oh, yeah. That's a color combo that works really well for that design. I can see that. Got it for Miles, put it in a minute, sent him to school, and it was spaghetti day, and now it's covered in pasta sauce stains. <laughs> one day. So it's, it's like, like a tie-dye now. To completely ruin the shirt. <laughs> but whatever. I'll just buy another one, because you know where the profits are going. Right back into my pocket, buddy. Exactly. It's essentially free for me. Well, half of it goes. Hey, to we Josh. actually only get the we get a sliver of <laughs> we get a sliver of the commissions, and we yeah. have to split it also. But it gets the word out there, and that's what's important. And it's just fun. Do go buy the merch. You can throw the designs on anything you want, so don't feel like you're restricted to just t-shirts. There's lots of cool stuff you can do with it. Yeah, stickers. Joshua, 
I'm going to take off. Goodbye. Yeah, I'll see you. Uh, I'll smell you later. <laughs>